Hello and welcome back. It's Shona Strong here from the Shona Strong podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since I've uploaded and for that, listeners, dear, dear listeners, I am sorry. The reason being is that gyms reopened on the 31st of August and it slightly preoccupied me. Didn't give me much time to record a podcast but now here I am recording again for you because I feel like I've got lots to say. The gyms reopened in Scotland, I believe the last country out of the entire world to open gyms again. Now I've not googled that but I'm sure if I do google that that will be the case. So we opened up on the 31st of August and then just a few days later Nicola announced that Glasgow was going back into lockdown which is just great but thankfully she's not locking down gyms, restaurants, cafes. She's just banning us from going into each other's houses and spreading our covids all over each other's worktops and sofas and whatever. Um, And I think it's due to an article that I read. Ayrshire super spread are linked to 22 COVID cases. And I just love, imagine being called a super spreader. If someone called me a super spreader, I think I would wear that, wear that title like a crown, probably get it tattooed onto myself. But yeah, um, a young girl in Ayrshire, went on holiday, came back, was meant to quarantine, instead did literally the opposite of quarantining. She went to like a million house parties, was somewhat of a social butterfly and spread her COVIDs all over her pals. And now um, I think that's why Nicola's locked down the whole of the west of Scotland. So thank you, Ayrshire super spreader. If you so happen to listen to this, I hope you're staying in now and quarantining. I forgive you. I was 19 once and I was an absolute fanny boz. That's a word that I've not used in a while. Yeah, I was an Egypt. And I'm just really lucky that the mistakes that I made when I was 19 didn't impact a million plus people. But you know what? I forgive you. You are a silly wee girl, but hopefully you grew up to be a slightly less silly girl like me. Anyway, I'm sitting here with heartburn and just while I think about this, I would, I, just before I started recording, I googled what causes heartburn because I literally, I maybe get it like once a year. So it's odd. It's not something that usually happens to me. So I googled it and I I don't know what I did wrong, but I came up with a urine infection and I don't think that's right. I don't think that that comes from a urine infection. I think I've just googled the wrong thing. But now that I think about it, I had kombucha earlier with my lunch and I haven't had kombucha in about a year and last time I had kombucha, I had heartburn. So there you go. I've cracked it. Listeners, dear listeners, does kombucha cause you to have heartburn? Hmm? Something that has happened recently that has caused me great heartache, not just heartburn, 
heartache is that Oatly, the company that makes absolutely delicious barista edition oat milk has been bought over by someone who funds Donald Trump. Like, he's a pretty bad guy, this person who's bought over Oatly. And this is devastating for me because I'm trying not to drink as much dairy. I'm trying to drink more plant-based milk alternatives. And the Oatly oat milk barista edition. Mm. See that on a flat white? Chef's kiss. Um, but it turns out that you can't use Oatly anymore because you'd be directly funding Donald Trump. And I have to weigh up my oat milk flat white with Donald Trump. I have decided that I'm going to have to switch to minor figures. Minor figures! Look it up. Apparently does a barista edition oat milk that is just as thick and creamy as the Oatly version. So there you go. Some high-brow, important content coming to you via the Shona Strong podcast. You are so welcome. Anyway, how the hell are you? I'm asking you, how are you? Take a moment to actually ask how you are. Like, that's just something that we don't ever do. When do you actually ask yourself, how are you? Because when you ask yourself how you are, you are going to be the only person that you're really going to give that true, honest answer to. Because I genuinely think, like, I, you'll be like me. You get asked how you are about 20 times a day by people that you meet. Obviously not in lockdown. You're not meant to meet 20 people a day. But if people ask you how you are, you're going to tell them, yeah, I'm great, thanks, yeah, fine. But when you ask yourself how you are, you will be completely honest, won't you? Well, hopefully you are. And... That's been something that I've been doing recently. I've been asking myself how I am, not just physically, because as someone who works out every day, I'm like always checking in with my body to make sure that I'm not sore in places. Where do I need to stretch? Where do I need to mobilize? Where do I need to do some mobility or foam rolling on? Where do I need to ease off on the weights that week? But actually, Checking in with myself mentally and emotionally, it's not necessarily something that I do very often because as a coach, as a trainer, as a yoga teacher, I'm always so concerned by how everyone else is feeling and sometimes I don't actually check to see how I am. So if I was to ask myself, Shona, how are you? I would say that in general, I feel like life right now is kind of like being on a stand-up paddleboard. Now, this is relevant to me because I went stand-up paddleboarding for the very first time last week and it was so fucking hard. (laughs) So basically, when I was stand-up paddleboarding, we were in the middle of Loch Lomond. If you don't know what it is, It's like an inflatable surfboard and you've got 
half a paddle. So you've got a stick with a paddle at the end. And the goal is to stand up and keep paddling and not fall over. Now, when we were in the middle of Loch Lomond Shore, it was a really, really sunny day. So everyone and their granny was out, whether they were stand-up paddleboarding, they were on pedalos, kayaks. There was about 20 jet skis, speedboats. Honestly, the whole of Scotland headed to Loch Lomond Shore to be on the water. And so it just felt like there was constant waves coming towards me. And as soon as I'd managed to get my footing on the paddleboard, a wave would come, it would knock me off and I'd fall in the water. But it was fine because I had a wetsuit. So life right now feels like being on a stand-up paddleboard. I feel like I'm constantly trying to stand up but a wave keeps knocking me over but I just keep getting back on that paddleboard and that's all very well and good but I'm the sort of person that doesn't like to just stand up on a paddleboard. I'm the sort of person that then wants to do a headstand on a paddleboard. I managed it after about 25 attempts, poor Paul having to film every single one in case I managed it. But I really, really hurt my neck. Now, I'm going to try and wedge this analogy, this particular headstand on paddleboard analogy to COVID. Here we go. I'm not the sort of person that just wants to stand up on a paddleboard. I'm the sort of person that wants to challenge herself, always striving to be better, always trying to build my business, come up with new ideas, etc, etc. But it's just not possible during COVID. And this is something that it's taken me to now to realise. And I still have to keep reminding myself that it's okay to just survive. It's okay to just come out the other end of this. I had pictured in my head my motto at the start of lockdown was adapt and overcome. Yes, I adapted. I put my business online. I made sure that all my clients were exercising more than they were before lockdown to keep us all sane. And then I launched a yoga business online and that is doing really well. But I just am craving more and it was really frustrating me that I couldn't do that it was making me angry at myself it was making me beat myself up and if you're listening and you're the same let me tell you it's okay to just do what you're doing because this is a completely unusual horrible time where we're all on paddleboards and every single news headline that comes out is a wave knocking us off the paddleboard. But it's okay to just keep climbing back on. Even if you can't get up onto your feet, if you're on your hands and knees, you're still on that paddleboard and you're not in the water. (sighs) You don't have to do a headstand.
single ladies, we've got some good news. Wayne Lineker has just put an Instagram post out with his requirements for a girlfriend. <gasps> right, so who is Wayne Lineker? You know Gary Lineker? He used to be a footballer and now is a TV presenter. He has a brother called Wayne Lineker who owns bars in Ibiza, I think. I think he's got like a bar in Ibiza and a bar maybe somewhere else. And it's called Lineker's. You might have been if you've been to Ibiza. And he's a bit of a playboy, apparently. He's 58 years old. Um, I'm just looking at a picture of him. He looks really like Gary Lineker. But he also does look 58. Like, let's just be real here. He does lift the odd weight. He's got good arms. But yeah, going back, he still looks 58. So bear that in mind. He's put a post out looking for a girlfriend. Here we go. You might have read it. You might have not. I'm going to go through it. And in true Shona Strong style, I'll unpack it. So here we go. From his Instagram. Okay, let's start this off like I'm normal. Strong, nice, loving personality. Great, that's fine. Love it. Girls, I think that's quite good. He's gone straight in with the important stuff. Oh, wait. Okay, his Instagram post continues. Now to more important things. You must like older men, but only me. You have to be a worldie and above 30. Okay, 28, 29 could work. But not my age, as that would just look weird. With a little shrugging emoji. So, I mean, like, I'm 31. Would that mean, am I, like, am I, like, getting on a bit for Wayne Lineker? If you're 33, are you ancient? If you're 35... Are you past it? If you're 40, still 18 years younger than Wayne Lineker, you're just fucking past it to him. Anyway, I'll proceed. You must like to travel and to fly business class and stay in incredible hotels. Okay, well, yeah, man. Be prepared to give up your career or job or at least be able to work from a laptop on a tropical beach somewhere. Online personal trainers, he's looking at you. But anyone else, you'd have to give up your job to be Wayne Lineker's girlfriend. You will need to spend the summer in Ibiza and the winter in Dubai with two weeks in the UK for Christmas and New Year with the families and holidays to the Maldives. Hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm still into it. No baggage as mine are all grown up. A dog is acceptable but will need a passport. You must be able to cook, as I love cooking, especially Waitrose-ready-made meals. <laughs> um, it goes on. It goes on. And my favourite part is a little bit further down. It says, You must love the gym, health food, and have body definition, as I will soon have. <laughs> ah. Do you know what? Um, this post now has 13,500 comments. And if you scroll down, there is quite a lot of girls being like, All right, Wayne, it's fair you hear you. 
from Rotherham. Actually, I don't know if that is a Rotherham accent, but yeah, basically lots of girls. Um, I think you'd love my HD stretch marks and the definition of my bingo wings. I have a child who loves to pretend to be a dog, so no issues. <laughs> Faye, you're at it. Yeah, um, do you know what? He's taking the piss. He's clearly taking the piss. A lot of people have got quite offended at it. He's he's an old school kind of guy. I appreciate that, I mean, he's not doing a Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio is like in his late 40s and has a girlfriend who is like 19. And I mean, the the world doesn't blink an eye. Why? Why are we like normalizing that? I don't know. I mean, at least Wayne Lineker's like, you must be at least 30, 28, 29 will work. I mean, he's not going for children. He's not going for like really, really young women. But um, yeah, I just find stuff like this absolutely hilarious. And I do have a few single ladies that listen to my podcast. I think it's because um, if you have just joined part of the Shona Strong situation recently, um, you might not know that I once had a fitness dating event and it was called Fit Mingle. Um, I had quite a few events, mostly in the year 2019, with varying success. Uh, and everyone kept telling me how much of a good idea it was, but it didn't actually translate into ticket sales. But basically Fit Mingle was for fit people they would come, it was like a gym class, but also speed dating. So they'd turn up, they would, um, like everyone was in different squares and it tended to be that ladies would move on um, and exercise with a man for like three minutes and it would be like partner workouts. They'd be like doing squats and be like, oh, so tell me about yourself, what's your job? Um, and then after three minutes, they would ask each other a question and it was dead cheesy questions like, what's your favorite post-workout meal they'd write it down in their little booklet and then once the workout was finished they'd write down who they fancied they'd hand it in to me and then I would collate the information if there was any matches I would hook them up with each other but there was lots of teething problems including the fact that if I sold a ticket to a girl looking for another girl then I was on this like mad mission to find lesbians interested in fitness and it was in particular lesbians because I could find gay men and that was fine but I, but there was one event I had where there was literally two girls there <laughs> who were interested in meeting another girl and it didn't take them long to find out that they weren't interested in, e- in each other so I just let them come for free but um it just, it didn't, I didn't feel that it worked because Glasgow or Glaswegians, we are like oddly not in touch with our feelings. <laughs> We're oddly like, see if we do anything that you in, re- requires putting yourself out there. There's a, an expression called, oh no, that's a pure redneck. Basically like, it means that you wouldn't do it because it would embarrass you and give you a red neck. So Fit Mingle was a bit of a redneck. 
Um, and it required people to be really confident and really outgoing and, and not take themselves too seriously. But unfortunately, Glaswegians, we are all of the above. Uh, it would have worked somewhere like Manchester, London, somewhere where like everyone's like having a party, up for a laugh, you know that sort of vibe. But um, it may be something that I'll I'll come back to post lockdown. I mean, mingling is so not allowed right now, and this was fit mingle, <laughs> so this is fit mingle would be like a COVID breeding ground so not gonna happen right now would I bring it back not sure would it be something that you would go to there's my question let me know send me a message telling me to bring fit mingle back and if I get lots of messages then I might do it in fact I actually got a message from a poor guy over lockdown and he was like, when are you bringing it back? And I'm like, I'm really sorry. Because you know what, guys? This is the fucking hardest time to meet someone ever. I went to a bar for the first time. I mean, I was allowed. Okay, don't judge me. I went to a bar to watch rugby with my other half. Um, It was my first time in the whole of lockdown going. I mean, that would be a great place. Like, we all know, going to bars hanging out at the bar is a great place to meet other people for relationships but you can't the nature of like covid bar visiting is that you arrive and you have to sit at your table and you're not allowed to go anywhere apart from your table um you have to wear a mask if you're going to the toilet it's all table service but in saying this we were there uh, so Paul and I were there with my gorgeous female single friend and a man approached us and asked to buy her a drink. Now, that wasn't allowed because the the waiter came up and shouted at him and told him to get away from our table, but he did manage to get a quick conversation and he said, you're beautiful, can I buy you a drink? Which is a bit much. I mean, she was so not interested no I can't think of any situation where you could approach someone in a bar during Covid and it not be weird but anyway he said can I buy you a drink um and we were thinking no 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 we don't want drinks but maybe like a plate of onion rings he didn't actually buy us any drinks he said oh no don't, don't worry don't worry I'll sort you out I'll buy you all drinks went down to the bar well obviously he didn't go to the bar um he went back to his table he could have opened his app and ordered his drinks and we sat there and waited for them to arrive nothing arrived not even a bowl of chips so i think if he'd ordered us something some food my friend is beautiful she does like her food she is quite motivated by food. So he, if he'd sent us a small smorgasbord of snacks, then she might have considered it. Mm, I doubt it. But the point is, it's really hard to meet people right now if you're single. Do you know what? Do you know what's getting me through life right now is this phrase this too will pass. 
Nothing is forever. This too will pass. It seems and it might feel like this is never going to end because we're facing, going back into lockdown, we're facing so much uncertainty. You think, I'm never going to have my life back to normal. But this too will pass. We'll get to a place where you don't have have to just have these shitty conversations on Tinder, on Bumble, on Hinge with boring ass men. You can go to bars one day. There will be a time where you can go to a bar and you can approach a handsome man. You can touch him. You can breathe in his face without the fear of catching or spreading a terrifying virus. This too will pass. I promise. I hope you're all looking after yourself, looking after your physical and mental health, meditating, eating a vegetable, drinking water, sleeping well. Take all that from your Auntie Shona. I love you. Goodbye.